tweet at SFM Radio and at Aldrin Simpia. It's eight minutes now before five o'clock in conversation next with the Dr. Nkensani Mukoki, who is a nurse premier who is the COO and founder of a primary health care clinics. And nurses across the country, or across the world rather, are being celebrated today on International Nurses Day. We chat to Dr. Ngensani Mukoki uh, about the importance of the day and what it means to the nursing profession. Mukoki is the chief operating officer and founder of a primary health care clinics in three provinces, and they are all nurse-driven. Dr. Mukoki, good afternoon and welcome to the show. Welcome, Nurse Premier. It's the first time that I've heard that title. <laughs> good afternoon, Adrian and SAFM listeners. What is a Nurse Premier? Hey, a Nurse Premier, um, Adrian, it's, it's a word that um, I came up with looking at the definition of a, an entrepreneur, mm. which means a person who sets up a business or businesses taking on financial risks in the hope of profit. If such a person is a nurse, I have decided to call her a nurse premier. Yeah. And what was it about what you saw that's happening with, uh, with healthcare, whether the prim- primary level or even secondary or tertiary level, that you saw that here's an opportunity and there's a gap there? Okay. First, I, I just want to um, indicate this. My 35 years experience in nursing made me understand that it's important to love what you are doing and money will follow job creation as well, mm. job satisfaction. With a, a public clinic, what is happening with the government clinics is there's a, a lot of shortage. There's a shortage and the system is already, you know, people are not coping. The nurses are not coping. So I needed to come in, uh, in the gap, to make sure that we, 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 we reduce the workload from the public clinics. So that's, that's what we do as nurse Yeah. And with mm. with this relationship that you then have with the Department of Health, how are you able to assist, um, especially at the primary level? Uh, we've got what we call, we call PPP, private-public partnership with the Department of Health. So um, they give us resources and we can give them statistics. So we're able to, to, assist, to assist in the workload. So, for instance, they will give us vaccines for the well babies. So you find that mothers don't go there and wait there for the, the whole day from 5 o'clock until in the evening because there's a lot of people there, so they come to us. Mm. So we give them this, and then we give the statistics to the Department of Health. The same with family planning as well. Yeah. Are there any other opportunities that you think um, are available and that could have more nurse premiers uh, coming through and also assisting with some of the solutions that we need in the primary healthcare sector, especially? It's, it's, it's for the department to add the private uh, providers into their system because it's, it's few of us that are there. If we can have plenty of us that are there, the, the workload from the clinics will be very, very much low. Okay, so, so so mostly the the issue for you is around um, around the the shortage of, of staffing. What about medication itself as well as equipment? Medication and equipment is something else, Adrian, because we also buy by ourselves. We are mm. not being yeah, nobody is funding us for medication. We buy on our own. So, but as private sectors, we we make sure that things are available because people are paying for the service. So you find that if they don't find anything with the public clinic, they flock to us, they hemorrhage to us. Yeah.
So then with the with the National Health Insurance um, Act, do you think that it will be able to answer some of these concerns that, that, that have been raised? Yes, in a way, it will be provided it will be for everyone. What, what do you mean by that? Provided um, all service providers, private providers, are part of the NHI, because that is the problem. You find that they are, they, are, they are choosing. Some of them can be, some of them cannot be. Really? Yes. So, so is this now... As, 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 as a, a with private nurse practitioners. Okay, but but isn't there like agencies who would be would be arguing on behalf of nurses? We are around the table about that as SPNP, the Society for Private Nurse Practitioners. I'm on on the EXCO, um, and we were talking about it with the, with the government, with the relevant stakeholders, that we have to be part of it. You have to be part of it, and then how do we address the shortage then in terms of a training? And if you look at the at the critical list that was released by the Department of Labor, they also they speak about um, they speak about nurses as well. Um, and 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 I wonder how we can address that particular concern also, while at the same time you have developed countries that are also um, employing or trying to attract. Um, local nurses from our countries and countries here on the continent? You see, the, the, the challenge is here in South Africa, um, nurses are not appreciated like overseas. So there's no, they, they don't look at us as bringing value, enough value as much as the outside countries are looking at, at us. So if, if they can be able to um, meet their financial needs, and the environment, working environment improved, I think we can be able to retain the nurses. Yeah. Because nurses are going where they are appreciated appropriately. Mm. And earlier mm. on, you also touched on um, job satisfaction. Job satisfaction as well, yes. That is part of job satisfaction. I mean, money is a great motivator, believe you me. Money is a great motivator and the working conditions as well, as well as resources. Because if you're working and you don't have resources, it frustrates you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you get into trouble because you didn't have resources. Yeah. So yeah. as a nurse premier, how long do you see yourself in this industry? And do you see you opening up any more branches across the country? Yes, of course. I'm seeing myself opening more branches. Presently, I have six. And uh, uh, I want to go as, as far as it's possible. Because, uh, you know, when it comes to being a nurse premier, it's, it's about job creations. We've got primary healthcare nurses that can be appointed and other categories that can be working, you don't have to be there yourself. Like I said, I'm the chief operational operations officer yeah. and, and the founder. So we'll go as far as it goes. Including you know? the SEDEC region, um, expanding outside of South Africa. Yes, I'm thinking of that because um, last time we had an agreement with, with Ghana that we're going to open a clinic there. So we're still talking about it. COVID came in. But we still have that dream to go to Ghana and open a clinic, some clinics there. And when you do open the clinic, will you please call us again? <laughs> I will, definitely. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us about uh, how things are going in Ghana as well. And we hope you all the best. Um, hope that things do work out for you, Dr. Mukoki, as well Thank as the so people much. who are supporting your dream as well. Thank you so much. And happy Mother's Day in advance to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, Dr. Ngensani Mukoki, who is a nurse premier, a COO and founder of uh, Primary Health Care Clinics. It's five o'clock.